Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Baidu raises bid for self-drivers. Your news update and we talk robocalls on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for July 2nd, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. With no one at the wheel, a self-driving taxi developed by tech giant Baidu Incorporated is rolling down a Beijing street when the sensors spot the corner of a delivery cart jutting into its lane. The taxi stops a half car length away. So sorry, a recorded voice tells passengers. The steering wheel turns on its own as the taxi makes its way around the cart. A Baidu technician watches from the front passenger seat. Baidu is China's highest profile competitor in a multi-billion dollar race with rival autonomous vehicle developers, including Waymo and Cruise, to turn their futuristic tech into a consumer product. The U.S. economy shrank at a 1.6% percent annual pace in the first three months of the year, the government reported Wednesday in a slight downgrade from its previous estimate for January-March quarter. It was the first drop in gross domestic product, the broadcast measure of economic output, since the second quarter of 2020 in the depths of the COVID-19 recession, and followed a strong 6.9% expansion in the final three months of 2021. Inflation is running at 40-year highs, and consumer confidence is sinking. Last month, the Commerce Department had pegged the first quarter GDP growth at 1.5%, but on its third and final estimate Wednesday, the department said consumer spending, which accounts for about two-thirds of economic output, was substantially weaker than it had accounted for earlier growing at a 1.8% annual pace instead of the 3.1% it had estimated in May. Police in Germany said Sunday they discovered more than 110 dangerous snakes on a farm after a woman who lived there sought medical treatment for a poisonous bite. The 35-year-old woman drove to a hospital in Salzgitter near Hanover, early Sunday and told doctors that one of her rattlesnakes bit her finger. While the woman's condition deteriorated and authorities hastily ordered an antidote from a specialist's institute in Hamburg, police visited the farm in central Germany and found dozens of snakes. In a statement, police said specialists determined the snake collection included both constrictors and poisonous varieties which weren't housed in appropriate terrariums. The reptiles were all impounded. Mormon crickets are not new to Oregon. Native to western North America, their name dates back to the 1800s when they ruined the fields of Mormon settlers in Utah. 
but amidst drought and warning temperatures, conditions favored by the insects, outbreaks across the West have worsened. The Oregon legislature last year allocated $5 million to assess the problem and set up a Mormon cricket and grasshopper suppression program. An additional $1.2 million for the program was approved earlier this month. It's part of a larger effort by state and federal authorities in the U.S. West to deal with an explosion of grasshoppers and Mormon crickets that has hit from Montana to Nevada. But some environmental groups oppose the programs, which rely on the aerial spraying of pesticides across large swaths of land. More after this. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes robocalls, who needs them, pain at the pump, and Royce and I join Space Force. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, when's the last time you were reminded about your vehicle's extended service policy? Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Wait a second. You went from that to Terminator. I'm just saying. Sarah Connor. <laughs> robocalls. Robocalls. Not Robocop. Not Terminator. Robocalls. That's what we're talking about. Same difference. <sighs> Thank you for your cooperation. That's Robocop. Fair enough. Okay. So robocalls, <laughs> who loves them? I know I don't. I don't like to know about my Medicare benefits that you probably don't qualify for or your Social Security benefits that you don't qualify for or your car's warranty. Who cares about that? And the IRS needs money orders that you should bring to a random parking lot and put on gift cards. That's a different kind of call. That's a that's a, a scammer call, and this is robocalls. And you think they're not going to use automation to see if they can did it, make it faster and better? I don't know. Why don't you talk to them about it? Because I mean, that's like a like a I forgot what they said. It was it was at least a billion dollar a year industry. Okay, I am now officially becoming a robot. I'm just saying. So yeah, robocalls. You know, you might not know this, but most robocalls, they're probably illegal, and you can get compensation. Really? Yes, sir. Um, you can be compensated for a robocall or an unsolicited robocall, but it's kind of a lot of work, right? Okay, tell me, what do I have to do to do this? Well, 
first of all, we need to know what what robocalls are, right? They are they are pre-recorded messages from an auto dialer. They just auto dialed your phone and and gave you information, right? Yes. So in '91, uh, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act was passed to protect us from unsolicited calls, right? Well, there is a relevancy here, right? Um, as we look at this, you have to understand that there are a lot of calls that are legal. There are a lot of calls that are illegal. Now, what are what's an what's an illegal call? Well, it's one where they don't identify who they are or the purpose of their call at the very beginning. Um, they have to give contact information for the initiator. Uh, and in this, yes, we can uh, we can get money back, especially if you are registered to the federal Do Not Call Registry, which if you're not, it's a good idea to do so at donotcall.gov. Um, yes, that would be very, very nice. With this information, you can actually go to you can actually go to the website and report these calls. Keep great, great information and, and recordings of them, and so you can in be other compensated. Words, you, this becomes a second job. Got it? A side hustle. That's kind of the thing. It is. A, it is a side job. It's a hustle. You got to do the the legwork. So you're being hustled to to hustle them to make money. Exactly. More after this. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Furious about surging prices at the gasoline station and the supermarket, many consumers feel they know just where to cast blame on greedy companies that relentlessly jack up prices and pocket the profits. Responding to that sentiment, the Democratic-led House of Representatives last month passed a, on a party-line vote, most Democrats for, all Republicans against, a bill designed to crack down on alleged price gouging by energy producers. Likewise, Britain last month announced plans to impose a temporary 25% windfall tax on oil and gas company profits and to funnel the proceeds to financially struggling households. Yet, for all the public's resentment, most economists say corporate price gouging is, at most, one of the many causes of runaway inflation, and not the primary one. There are much more plausible candidates for what's going on, said Jose Azar, an economist at Spain's University of Navarra. 
They include supply disruptions at factories, ports, and freight yards, worker shortages, President Joe Biden's enormous pandemic aid program, COVID-19 caused shutdowns in China, Russia's invasion in Ukraine, and not least, a Federal Reserve that kept interest rates ultra-low longer than experts say it should have. Most of all, though, economists say resurgent spending by consumers and governments drove inflation up. The bizarre game is, if anything, intensifying after the U.S. government reported that inflation hit 8.6% in May from a year earlier, the biggest spike since 1981. To fight inflation, the Fed is now belatedly tightening credit aggressively. On June 15th, it raised its benchmark short-term rate by three-quarters of a point its largest hike since 1994 and signaled that more large rate hikes are coming. The Fed hopes to achieve a notoriously difficult soft landing, slowing growth enough to curb inflation without causing the economy to slide into recession. For years, inflation had remained at or below the Fed's 2% annual target, even while unemployment sank to a half-century low. But when the economy rebounded from the pandemic recession with startling speed and strength, the U.S. Consumer Price Index rose steadily from a 2.6% year-over-year increase in March 2021 to last month's four-decade high. For a while at least, before profit margins at S&P 500 companies dipped earlier this year, the inflation surge coincided with swelling corporate earnings. It was easy for consumers to connect the dots. Companies, it seemed, were engaged in price gouging. That wasn't just inflation, that was greedification. Asked to name the culprits behind the spike in gasoline prices, 72% of the 1,055 Americans polled in late April and early May by the Washington Post and George Mason University's School of Policy and Government blamed profit-seeking corporations more than the share who pointed to Russia's war in Ukraine or Biden or pandemic disruptions. And the verdict was bipartisan. 86% of Democrats and 52% of Republicans blamed corporations for inflated gas prices. It's very natural for consumers to see prices rising and get angry about it and then look for someone to blame, said Christopher Conlon, an economist at New York University's Stern School of Business who studies corporate competition. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. A lot can happen in the next three years. 
Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Royce, when's the last time you went out to see a great fireworks display? Being that I live in the county, um, this past weekend, <laughs> pretty, pretty much, pretty much any time you open the door, right? Yes, sir. There's Firework City, right there. Some kid with you know that big pack of Lawler's fireworks or something like that. I personally like the uh, jumping jacks and I know the right M16s and the M16s. You forget? Remember those? No. Oh, they're just like little mini dynamite sticks. You're talking about M60s. Those two M80s. Yep. I yes. forget anyway. No, the little the, the 16s are the ones that go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a, talking about how much gunpowder's in them, actually. Yeah. So that's yeah. a 60 and then an 80 milligrams, I want to say. So it, it looks like it looks like these small little things with the kids might be the only thing you see in the next few years. Uh, we have a lot of Independence Day displays municipally that are being canceled yikes due to the lack of professional fireworks uh-oh so now can we get like larry cable guy to come out and have non-professional fireworks right <laughs> right so china produces most of the professional grade fireworks that are shot in the united states there are a little bit of of congestion in the u.s ports as we know supply and demand yikes so what are they using that gunpowder for the demand is high yes the demand is high but But, fireworks are not just gunpowder okay what else are they are different chemicals to make different to make different uh colors they're also uh packaged in a way that maybe they create different patterns okay um as being a person who actually has has put together a few municipal fireworks displays, I can talk about this. Spend about a thousand bucks a minute on a professional fireworks display. You kind of want something special, not just something that's going to uh, fire up about fifty feet and go off. You want pizzazz, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And these municipal fireworks displays can cost up. Cost for anywhere from seven grand to around twenty grand, and I've put together a few of those. Yikes! It's not fun, but there are distributors in the United States uh, that will come out. They will put the shows together, and they will they will uh, they will fire it off for you. Basically, nice. they give you a two way radio, and they say just say go. 
Just say go. And so I'm assuming they wet the grass just because, you know, flaming from the sky, things fall down. All right. We, we can talk about that for a second. Uh, the local fire department is on the scene, and they do a wet down of, uh, of the immediate area. The, uh, the fireworks display is set off in a specific place, which is going to be a certain amount of feet from any onlooker or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I know down in New Orleans, we have it over the river, so that way the debris can't just falls into the river. The, Probably similarly downtown, too. The municipality, and, and yeah, they, they fire it off over, over the uh, Mississippi River. The municipality I worked for, uh, they had a lake. So, yeah, w- but the thing is, is that it might be a little bit, uh, little bit before we see another one. Uh, That's a shame. In the United States, due to a lot of factors. Uh, read more about it on arbitragetrade.com and .org on our blog. More Gotta after shoot this. your shot. Gotta shoot your shot. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Before the pandemic, there was no room in the budget for Kate Murphy's children to buy lunch at school. She and her husband would buy in bulk and make bag lunches at home, so the free school meals that were made available to students nationwide amid the crisis have brought welcome relief, especially since her husband lost his job last year at a bakery company that closed. The free meals gave the Essex Junction, Vermont family one less thing to worry about. We make just too much money, literally just a few dollars, to qualify for free or reduced lunches and other food-related benefits, but not enough to truly ever feel financially comfortable. Murphy, a mother of four and administrator at a trust company, said by email, The pandemic-era federal aid that made school meals available for free to all public school students, regardless of family income levels, is ending raising fears about the effects of the upcoming school year for families already struggling with rising food and fuel costs. For families already strained by inflation and at the end of other federal help like expanded child tax credits, advocates say cuts to the aid could mean turning more frequently to food banks. Families across the country are facing a very difficult reality of having to choose between feeding their kids or filling up their gas tank or purchasing medicine, says Vince Hall, Chief Government Relations Officer for Feeding America, a nonprofit network of food banks. The rules are set to revert to how they were before the coronavirus pandemic, with families that are eligible based on income levels required to apply for their children to receive free or reduced price lunch. 
Schools in predominantly low-income areas will be allowed to serve breakfast and lunch to everyone for free as before. Since waiving the eligibility requirement during the pandemic, the U.S. Agriculture Department, which oversees school meal programs, has seen the number of participating students soar. During this past school year, about 30 million kids a day were getting the free meals, compared to 20 million before the pandemic, said Cindy Long, administrator of the USDA Food and Nutrition Service. At summer meal distributions, 1.3 billion meals and snacks were given out nationwide in fiscal year 2020 at the cost of $4.1 billion, an eight-fold increase from the previous year in terms of meals and cost, according to the USDA. A bill passed in Congress last week and signed by President Joe Biden on Sunday aims to keep the rules around summer meal programs as they have been during the pandemic so that sites can operate in any community they need rather than just where it's a high concentration of low-income children and offer to-go meals. It also provides flexibility for schools to make substitutions for certain types of food without being fined if they run into supply chain problems. Advocates say the legislation will provide relief, but the timing has caused confusion around plans for summer meal distributions. It's disappointing that the extension of the summer waivers could come so late that for the most part, they're not going to be able to stem the dramatic loss in summer meal sites that are happening this summer, said Honore Horton, executive director of Hunger Free Vermont. For the next school year, some states have taken it upon themselves to keep school meals free for all students. California and Maine made universal meals permanent last year in Vermont, where Murphy and her family live, continue the free meals for all public school students. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You know, Royce, we've got this new branch of the military called Space Force. Excellent. It's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it was fired off and they're kind of trying to find their own way from what I can tell. So they shot the shot. I guess so. <laughs> so the story that we have, it's about, uh, about uh, a thousand Air National Guard troops that were assigned to space force but they don't exactly understand what to do uh is there any i'm assuming uh astronaut training maybe or you know you know special drills because i'm like i know there's reservists national guard and then there's active national guard well you know guard reserves can be 
pilots they can be you know they can be mechanics they can be whatever yeah. uh, it's it's you know there, there's not that much of a of a difference between what's going on with them and what's going on with with uh active national guard active duty the the thing is is that is that they're they're reassigned air national guards to space force that seems reasonable because that means they already at least know how to fly so let's say there's an alien invasion everybody grab a plane let's go the issue here is money right in order to make a space guard a space guard space national guard it would be up to around 600 million a year to do that in uh in guard speak basically okay seems reasonable now traditionally we have branches of the of the the uh the military forces that have worked closely together now uh, Air Force has worked closely with Navy, and they've worked closely with the Army. Also, the Marines work highly, I mean, they are very, very tied in with the Navy. But this is a totally different thing. This is a totally new thing uh, to shift active duty Air Force troops to the new Space Force. And it seems like a natural progression for me. I'm, I'm just coming because they're already in the air. It's they're literally already in the air. It's kind of an orphan type thing. They were left on their own to survive, right? Uh, across yes, the evolution. Con- across the country, Air National Guard, uh, they do space jobs uh, from Alaska to California to Colorado to Florida, Hawaii, New York and Guam, of all places. Nice, okay. All of these National Guard people, well, they have highly sensitive and technical military satellite communications, missile warning systems. They are... Nice, I might join the Guard. I know, right? They are are at the forefront of our, our space communication satellites, navigation satellites, and that sort of thing. Well... When President Trump created the Space Force, it was kind of a drop of the hat. You know, they were just like, here's Space Force. Boom. Yeah, didn't China say something about we may have gotten signals from an intelligent, you know, species out there? So, I mean, hey, things might be adding up. I don't know. I think you want to have fun with the Martians. Who said we haven't found anything on Mars? Next planet, please. Nope, nope, that that was created on Earth. Sorry. (laughs) Have a great weekend and a great Independence Day. We'll see you next time. Nanu, nanu. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.